You're listening to Box Office Bros. Starring Corey Osborne. It's a party every week, baby. Embarrass me in front of Corey. How many of these guys are named Corey? And Chance Oliver. Are you prepared to take that chance? I think you ought to know what our chances are. You had your chance and you blew it. Let's start the show. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Hold on to your butts. Showtime, a-holes. Hey there, ho dare, hey there. Hey there, ho there. Howdy do. Howdy do. This is this is Dumb Dare, another episode of the Box Office of Bros. Dumb Dare, we're going to go down to the local we, cinema. We're going, we going straight Brokeback Mountain here. <laughs> Ooh, I can't believe, I can't quit this podcast. Where that boy Gyllenhaal Ooh. at? <laughs> <laughs> I love to see it. I got Hello. something for him. <laughs> Welcome to the 47th episode of the Box Office Bros podcast. This is, I am, I'm Corey Osborne, and I'm joined... By the ever so wonderful, ever so great friend, such a handsome fella. Making me gotta blush. love him. Making a white man Ch- blush. The Chance Oliver. Hey, that's me. Yeah, that's I him. Just, How yeah. are you doing today, Chance? Um, pretty good actually. It's actually a kind of nice day because, like last week, it was pretty nice the whole time, and then mm-hmm. Easter Sunday is like, hey, what if it was miserable? I know. It's like the Lord has risen. Let it rain. <laughs> and I let it be re- super cold as well and almost snow. Like it's a borderline awful. horrible day. <laughs> no, yeah. It was really gross out. Uh, but meh, meh. The sun is shining and I feel better now. No, for sure. I had to do I had to run a few errands this morning, like around nine o'clock, and it was a little chilly at first, but then as I went outside around ten ish and all that stuff, it was way nicer, you know? Yeah. Might take a walk after this, you know, who knows? Yeah, I might get my mess around might get swole during quarantine. Who knows? Yes. Might bake some cake in these pants. Nah, dude. Next <laughs> thing we know, we're going to have to change the graphic for, <laughs> for our uh, podcast. Because, you know, Chance is just going to get super swole. Like, we're both just going to have, like, crimson chin chins from Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> Honestly, I've always joked around this with this with um, one of my friends, Courtney. Like we or we both joked around with this. We're like, yo, we're literally like fo- losing forty pounds away from being hot. Like that's literally <laughs> what we are, and we just stick there. We're like, yeah, we know we're attractive people. We know we really are. We just need to lose weight in order to get there. You're just like you just look in the mirror, like someday. It's like someday, someday. I'm like, dang, I am a handsome man. Buy a Bowflex, Corey. Oh yes, you know, I'll I'll pull a Star Lord. <laughs> but getting into that, there is a different Lord of the Stars arising. Almost Jesus of the Stars, if you from will. How, well, no, yeah. Um, you know, Paul Atreides. The names in this book are so weird. They are very, very weird. But, like, um, so Dune, Denis Villeneuve's um, Dune has just released some pictures. And it's funny because we were talking about it last podcast because we're like, please, for the love of God. Give us a trailer, dickheads. <laughs> do not cancel Dune. Or do not, like, push Dune. Right. But my my main thing is that I don't think that they'll ever, like... I don't think... Or, like, I don't think they give us a trailer anyways. Because you have to understand, that's coming out in December, dude. I know. I feel like you, like you need to get a trailer in midsummer, probably. <sighs> But um, like, but hey, we're getting there. Hey, it's uh, April. It is April. So maybe May, maybe May, maybe June. We'll maybe be getting May a trailer. We'll, June like, June. we'll probably get a be, be getting a trailer now that we're actually getting some photos. Look at this very, graph. It's very, it's very like you know telling. But anyways, Dune, the famed um series that we probably From Frank Herbert. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have Star Wars. We probably wouldn't have you know Guardians of the Galaxy or any of the like awesome space opera kind of things that we're used to. Right. We wouldn't have any of those movies if it weren't for Dune. I'm pretty sure Frank Herbert was like pretty pissed off at George Lucas for how much how similar Dune was to Star Wars. Well, no, because yeah, because the thing is, he really did borrow quite a bit. But there still is enough that was different. He more so just kind of recontextualized a lot right. of his ideas, like as far as like, for instance, the ladies that could like read minds and kind of like tell people what to do. 
or there's also the telekinetic kind of ability. Also, that's the, kind of like the Force. The, the Chosen One thing in Star Wars is a lot more subdued than it is in Dune. No, for sure. No, but the pictures that they posted literally yesterday and the day before mm-hmm. look really good. They look really good, and that's the thing about... Um, I never had any like gripe on whether uh, Dune was going to look good or not. I always thought it was going to because... Denis, uh, Denis just doesn't he doesn't make films that look bad like look at Blade Runner 2049 like stills of it and like the cinematography like this is mostly due to Roger Deakins though because Roger Deakins is amazing right but oh my goodness Sicario um, Arrival and then Blade Runner 2049 obviously are all Denis Villeneuve's <laughs> films and they're all amazing looking. I always think of the, so you know like that part in Blade Runner 2049 where like like uh what's her face gets like like you know where like the giant hologram part yeah. and like you just see Rejoy. like yeah for joy <laughs> and someone takes like that color and like uses that meme of Bernie Sanders on his phone. <laughs> I love that so That's much. So I'm sorry I derailed this entire thing. No, you're fine. Have you seen Blade Runner 2049 yet? I haven't yet. Oh, it's so good. It's great. But anyways, let's get into these pictures, though. So we get to see House Atreides. Um, we get to see, like, all... We get to see our homeboy, Oscar Isaac. As Paul's as, dad. Yeah, as Duke Leo. And he looks great. It was funny because really bangable. It's funny because uh, John Boyega tweeted at him, and he goes, he goes, he goes, fucking air Oscar, <laughs> and, I was, and he just and he had like the picture, like a hard eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> with the with the picture of Oscar Isaac, and I just thought that was so funny to me. I'm like, I'm glad they're keeping the bromance and the actual. No, heck, it's not even a bromance. It's just a straight up romance between. Um, Finn and Poe. At least they're butt buddies in real life. <laughs> they're they're doing things that Disney was way too uh, gun shy to actually go with. The mouse looks down upon. <laughs> but regardless, um, let me look up these photos real quick. Look here. at this graph. Look at this draft. Look at this draft. There's Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Atreides um, with um, Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Zendaya as Chani. She's looking great as well. She also shared her own picture on Instagram of herself. Uh, yeah, I saw that on uh, Twitter. I was I like, that's pretty cool. And we have Javier Bardem is there as well. Um, Josh Brolin is Gurney. Mm-hmm. He's a he's one of Paul's teachers. Mm-hmm. Like te- that teach him how to like beat people up pretty much. That's good. That's always good. And then Jason Momoa is Duncan Idaho. Mm-hmm. He's one of. Uh, uh, should I just like break down what all? Yeah, you can break. You, you Basically, do Duncan Idaho me. is kind of like a, a, I guess you could call him like a general or an ally to um, the Duke Leto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also kind of a mentor to Paul. Mm. But no, like I'm really excited <clears throat> and like I kind of um got really interested in this quote that they had from the vanity fair article because vanity fair got these photos and everything like that and did the piece here and Mm -hmm. they said the breadth of doom um is what made it so confounding uh for others to adapt it's a book that tackles politics religion ecology spirituality and with a lot of characters says villain or oh villeneuve um i think that it's why it's so difficultly difficult honestly it's by far the most difficult thing I've ever done. And after finishing the first movie, he'll just have to go on and do it over again. Because right. basically he's like, I can do this, but I have to do it in two parts. Right. So it's, I feel it's a, it's a pretty goddamn big book. So like, I'm so basically what I get from that is that Warner brothers is really, really going in on that Denis Villeneuve train. I love I'm how sorry hype that, it is on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> like especially like it is hype on film Twitter though, which is what worries me. This is what I'm getting at. People really need to watch this movie, Loki. Please don't. <laughs> well, as much as I see people tweeting about it, like I think it might be. I think we might be in for like a good surprise. I think we might be saved by um, the coronavirus. No, we might be saved by white girls who love who love Lady Bird. 
Oh, and that's here, true. And, 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 hey, and hey, hear me out. It's okay to be white and it's okay to love Ladybird. <laughs> but I'm just saying that those kind of girls love them some Timothy Chalamet. Timmy. They would if they had the chance, they would crumble that boy up and put him in a bowl of Cheerios and oh just eat him right up. God. Oh my god. His name has two E's at the end. Whew, my ma. Wow, they must really they must have really wanted to be that peach from uh, <laughs> uh, from oh uh, What's that movie called? Why why is it escaping me right now? Uh, Interstellar. No. Or James of the Giant Peach. No. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't realize. Okay, this is gonna get a little lewd, but um, call me by your name. Timothy okay. Chalamet. Uh, that's, that's and there right, may right. or may not be an erotic scene with a peach in that movie. <laughs> Jesus in, Christ. In, involving Timothy Chalamet. Ew. <laughs> You never look at the peach again. You're like, oh, oh no. But anyways. I only eat diced peaches. <laughs> but anyways, these pictures of Dune look really good. And like, but like what I was getting at there is like Denis Villeneuve is a very good director. But and he has all these ambitious projects. But especially with Blade Runner 2049, studios spent a lot of money on that movie. Did not get the return back from that movie. Did they advertise it well? I don't think they necessarily did. But I, I feel like another part of it is the fact that Blade Runner is a cult classic film. Yeah, that's true. It's not a film. It didn't even make a ton of money initially. Oh, I mean, so is the original Dune movie. Like, yeah, and so it's like one of those things where... I don't know. It's one of those deals where like I'm really hoping that Warner Brothers markets this film well. And I'm hoping that it just works out well for them to where they're releasing it at a good time because and they're releasing it in a good window and that they're, you know, that window stays good. That window stays good. And that like, I don't know, it's one of those things where I don't know, I can't help but feel like Blade Runner 2049 suffered from the length of the movie because it's a two hour and 45 minute movie it's long yeah, it's a long it's a long long boy so it's like one of those deals where i'm like okay this movie should be long like dune should probably be a pretty long movie and so, <laughs> In two parts yeah exactly and so it's like one of those deals where it's like i don't know maybe i don't know it's just one of those things where i really want people to understand the fact that Denis Villeneuve is like the genre version of, or the more genre-centric version of Christopher Nolan, in my opinion, with mm. the way that he does things. Right. Like, Denis Villeneuve is the type of person, and like, granted, act like Chris Nolan didn't do the Batman movies, because he's not going to do any movies like Batman anymore. You'd like but, to think. Yeah. But with that being said, Denis is the type of person to take things and elevate them to places that they were that they never were in the first place and i think that he could easily do that because as a fan of blade runner or of the original blade runner who's had these issues with it mm -hmm. denis takes blade runner he makes it a better movie with oh. the context he provides and he goes ahead and turns around and makes a movie that's damn well better than the Ridley Scott original one. And <sighs> sorry, Ridley. Sorry, but like Denis is brilliant. And I really just want people to watch this movie because if it's not good, sure, whatever. But I'm just saying that the guy is a brilliant filmmaker. If you haven't seen any of his movies, I'd recommend watching Arrival. Sicario is always great. It's one of his less better movies. Like, I don't really like Sicario um as much as a lot of people do it's great don't get me wrong but i just don't think like people put it up pretty high but i think that's the, the part of the reason why is because it's one of the first movies they really liked of his but like arrival is really up there for me blade runner 2049 uh there's enemy that's also really good so just check out his work anything else that you wanted to say about that about denis or yeah denis. dune denis dune anything like that well like so the photos like Timothy Chalamet is Chalamet is like twenty four, right? Twenty five. Uh, probably. I think he's younger mm -hmm. than us. He, he's no, a, I just he's, like, he's just, he's, just a, he's twenty four years old. He's a young boy. Yeah, well, like so, Rebecca Ferguson, like Lady Jessica, she is like his mom, but they look really similar in age. Mm -hmm. That's my only like critique, I guess. 
because like Paul is supposed to be 15 in the book. So it makes me wonder if they're going to age his ass up. Which makes me laugh because they had Kyle McLaughlin play him in those or that original. Well, that dude was like in his it, it, Yeah, dude. Kyle, he must have been in his... I'm like, he's probably in his late 20s at that point in his career. Because yeah. he looks kind of the same now even. Yeah. Which means he's probably in his like 50s by now or something right. like that. But like that's kind of funny to me. Because I don't know a ton about Dune. Like I just research and I want to read it and all that kind of you stuff. You will read it. I will be done with it. <laughs> oh, don't I promise. Worry. Don't worry about it, my dude. But it's yeah, a dude. big goddamn. No, book. yeah, it, it, it's huge. So I like. Uh, I think you know what I really wanted. Well, I guess obviously because like the thing that almost like there's like in especially in the early parts of the book, the most exciting part is like when you first learn about like the giant worms mm-hmm. on Dune mm-hmm. or Arrakis. It's like the planet's called Arrakis. So yes. I'm not even sure if I. Half the fucking names, I don't even know if I pronounced right. There's like no, for sure. Atreides, Atreides like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like the Freeman who's like Zendaya is like one of the Freeman characters. Uh-huh. Like, like you could see in the picture, like she's wearing like blue contact lenses. Mm-hmm. Like their eyes are supposed to be like a deep pale blue. Mm-hmm. So that looks pretty cool. Also, like, I think like uh, the Freeman in the book were like had a little more exaggerated or like. I want to say like paler skin, I something like desert people thing. No, for sure. But honestly, that could be done in like poster and CGI or something. So that needless to say, that's not maybe how like she'll look and the Freeman will look. Um, and the final product, also like I really like the look of the still suits. So like the still suits, like that was what when Zendaya was wearing. That was what Paul and Lady Jessica were wearing. The, basically the still suits for like those who haven't read the book basically on dune like water is border is is a religion like mm-hmm. water is so scarce that like it is like the most important thing um so the still suits basically any water that your body puts off as waste mm-hmm. the still suit will recycle back into water and it's like a little tube like that little tube that was, I think it was in the nose in the yeah. picture, but like it'll put back into your body for you to drink again. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, like in the, like if your ass is like crying around the Freeman, they're like, why are you wasting water? You asshole. Like, like water, like, uh, like when Paul, like the house of Trades like first comes to Dune, like they have like a poop ton of water mm-hmm. and like, it's borderline absurd how much water they have. Like no, because they're from like a water planet, isn't like it's originally think, right. It's like I think it's called Caldan. No, Caldan? because the thing is, the first picture that they had of Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. like, because they released a picture of him. I think like, it's an Earth-like planet. Yeah, yeah like, there's a lot like, of water on it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I haven't. So, I'm assuming none of the stuff we've seen is from like the later part of the the story, because like. We don't see because like basically what like the reason Dune is so important mm-hmm. is the spice. The spice that comes from Dune mm-hmm. can like I believe it like it can make thing you can make things from it. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of like the spices from like Kessel or something in Star Wars. If no, I had to find sure. something like similar. Uh but it's very important and like binding it is super dangerous. Like, there's a whole, like, it's a lot of intricate, like, plots with, like, politics and lore. Like, basically, a bunch of Dune is lore. Like, there is it. And, like, Frank Herbert didn't give a shit. He just threw you in it. Like, you just, like, what the hell does this mean? Like, like you were saying, like, the there's witches with the force and shit, like, and mind tricks. And, like, it, I, I kind of hope this becomes a new Star Wars. Like. I genuinely am excited just because of like how amazing a filmmaker Denis is mm-hmm. and just the talent involved and just the fact of how good like Arrival and Blade Runner look mm-hmm. like is like it's basically like it's going to be like a an amazing adventure on the planet Tatooine mm-hmm. but way more interesting. And what <laughs> I and the thing is what I really like about mm-hmm. Denis and like I can't get into 
because you haven't seen Blade Runner, right? Because I wouldn't want to ruin this for you. Right. He takes things and he contextualizes right. um, storytelling beats in a way, and he also does this in Arrival too. He takes them and he shifts it in a way that is so unexpected and satisfying that mm-hmm. i even feel like you as a person who read the book mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff will even find surprising and riveting to you because he really truly like does these things where it's like you think you know what you're in for mm-hmm. but then you just realize at a certain point that you're just a passenger here right you are just a passenger mm-hmm. in the ride that denise is providing for you right so it's like one of those things where it's just uh he's a brilliant filmmaker and i think he is like i like y'all know i'm a huge i'm a huge dude for huge cuck (laughs) we we stand i'm a huge cuck for freaking christopher nolan i know that like but denise is finding himself is probably my favorite filmmaker working today like uh like i think he's like because the thing is chris I think, nolan's about to become vegeta yeah. like and, uh, yeah denise goku like all I, those weeds like i there. genuinely think like blade runner 2049 i think it's better than inception and inception is one of my favorite movies so it's probably wow. like i think it is a technically better movie I think that it like Blade Runner 2049 was really something that cemented him. I was like, okay, I was like, Arrival was amazing. It was awesome. Sakari was also amazing, but Arrival was awesome. Did some concepts. Let's see what he does with a Mm -hmm. mega budget. And what he did with Blade Runner 2049 was awesome. It was so good. And so I'm really excited to see what he does with Dune. I'm really glad that film, that studios still believe in him, despite him not getting the best return on Blade Runner. I hope that Twitter hype just kind of catches fire. No, me too. And I hope it's one of those things where it's like where Star Wars is very is stale and repetitive mm-hmm. when the Marvel formula mm-hmm. is more or less being found out and reexamined right. and not as fun as usual. Right. It would be really cool to attack attack the more of a thinking man's right. um kind of genre film. Something and to I like, chew into. Like exactly, cuz the thing is is like I'm honestly I was like, I'm honestly like, Chance, let's just sit down and watch Blade Runner 2049. You don't even have to watch Blade Runner to watch it. But right. if you want to get the full effect, probably watch Blade Runner. Just so but you have shoot. like some context. Yeah, but sure, it is because it is just so good. But anyways. Like, uh, I really want to know, because obviously the worms are not going to be practical props. But like the worm, like... From what I've read in the book, the the worms, because like the worms like per make the spice, and like they're also the reason that makes it so dangerous to mine it. And mm-hmm. like, basically, from the description of the book, the worms are basic. They make like the sarlacc pit in Star Wars look like a tiny little worm. Ooh, nice! Like they are humongous, and like just a filmmaker as talented as Denis can like portray their size, like. You see, he is just really good with scale, mm-hmm. and he actually had the guy who I'm blanking <clears throat> on his name. The guy who shot Solo, a Star Wars story, also shot Arrival, Ooh. and um, the way they like shot they, the way that he like can compose scale in a film is just really good because in Arrival, I know you've even seen it without even seeing Arrival. There's right. the big orb that's just in yeah, the sky, yeah, yeah. and then they managed to like do this thing in that movie where they make the orb look cooler with every <laughs> shot they put with it and i'm like how did you do that how did you do this why this movie is so good <laughs> now the orb's gonna be shiny watch <laughs> but it was just one of those deals where like i'm so beyond stoked for this movie i know i'm just gushing at this point but like dude very excited for this film i can't wait it's gonna be a great time at the movies please watch it it'll probably be like the end of a really stacked november through december just because of the the nature of the beast right now oh did you see that uh soul got moved to november too what did soul soul yes i did i did see that i was like solo that already came out my dude (laughs) no yeah they're re-releasing solo i'm like why Poor Okay, the guy who um, shot 
who's shooting Dune, the director of photography, mm-hmm. is he's the one who shot Rogue One, a very well shot movie. Zero Dark Thirty, also a very good shot, well shot movie. Vice, some episodes of The Mandalorian. Hey. Wow, that's cool. That's hot. And Dollar Shave Club commercial. That's random. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, I must have ponied up a lot for that (laughs) Lion, I heard Lion was really good The Gambler, Foxcatcher is also a very well shot movie So yeah, they're really doing (laughs) He also shot uh, Snow White and the Huntsman Which is funny I'm sure it was a good looking movie. It was a good good looking movie (laughs) If anything But with that We're going to go ahead and swing into the next um, news. So we start gushing about Dune. Yeah, for sure. Ooh. But yo, so Sam Raimi, you, Chance Oliver, last yeah. podcast, what? you were saying, hey, have they even confirmed? Like, did anyone just say that, yes? Like, have they confirmed that Sam Raimi is going to be the director of Multiverse of Madness? And guess what I said? I was like, Chance, of course. Oh it's like God. common knowledge or something like that. It's like one plus one, like, bro. Like, come on, dude. And I was wrong. It wasn't confirmed. So Sam Aha. Raimi himself actually did confirm. Yes, I am directing um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. So, it's like now fantasy that, so now that's confirmed. And now that we can, you know bask in the glory of chance being right and me being wrong um, well, none of us were really i just like wasn't confirmed yet like no one no. Had, at disney had just said yes it's no. sam raimi but with that being said sam raimi hot yeah dude i almost hot. like it hot. better than scott derrickson to be honest <laughs> sorry like, scotty like i like scott derrickson don't get me wrong but sam raimi mm. is a better storyteller <laughs> He just is. I bet Rachel McAdams would love to be in this movie. Nah, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Gosh, I hate like the whole like Marvel just needs to stop trying to do the whole like love interest. Love interest. It just always sucks. <laughs> Besides Pepper and um uh Tony. Pepper and Tony, Peter and Gamora. Like, that's about it. Yeah. Like unless that's they like, do... What's gonna happen with Peter and Gamora now? Like That's why know. that's why I'm so mad Guardians is because we Dude, that's what Gar- I want to know. Gar- yeah, the thing is, we're getting like Black Widow, we're getting all this stuff. I'm like, what's happening to the Guardians? I just want to know what's happening to the Guardians. Well, like that whole James Gunn fiasco is the reason why Black Widow is the next movie anyway. Nah, for sure. Because Guardians 3 was supposed to be that this, spot. It was supposed to be this year. It was supposed to be this year, which is crazy to me. Sad. Now we're yes. going to have to wait. But the thing is, we already have a lot of good stuff in the meantime while we're waiting. That's Because true. we're going to have James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Finally, dude, I'm so excited for that. Movie. I hope because uh, like that's the, one DC movie. I'm like half hell the yes. cast you know is dead within the first ten minutes. Oh yeah. Like, I hope Michael Rooker's King Shark is the one who makes it through the whole movie. No, for sure. that just sounds hilarious. Nah, dude, I'm ugh, I'm like stoked. if Yondu was just a giant shark man. Nah, dude, I'm stoked for <laughs> it. But regardless of that, Multiverse of Madness. What are you um thinking? That what do you think? What kind of flair do you think Sam Raimi is going to give this movie? I want to because the thing Sam Raimi is like really good at like making things just like gory without making them gory and scary with like like, and have perspective. Like, think about this is the scariest thing that I saw like when I was a kid for a hot minute because I was obviously not very allowed to really watch any of those kind of movies and all right. that stuff was that scene in Spider-Man 2 right and like with like the way that scene was constructed the way everything was blocked out with the tentacles and like, like them killing like, like the different the doc- doctors oh, and like, nurse and all that kind of stuff it's just crazy to just me just the way he shot them and mm-hmm. like the motion and like I know Sam Raimi really likes screaming women in his movies, so really does a little be, to a point where it's a little creepy. Not gonna lie. a little yeah. annoying, mm-hmm. creep, but just it makes me excited. Just like like that train scene from Spider Man Two, like mm-hmm. for also like just the way Spider Man's choreography. Like I really hope there's a nod to Spider Man somewhere. In this, I hope there this movie. is too, but like I really just think that he can really like I think he can go the way that marvel's looking for because when marvel was like this is gonna be the first scary marvel movie marvel movie with scares i think scott derrickson is an overtly scary director right. 
and Sam Raimi is, is one that can face. be in play. And it can be implied scary, mm-hmm. but also like the way that he does it, I think is really good for PG 13. Right. Scares, you know what I mean? So <laughs> like, I'm excited for it. I saw Bruce Campbell on Twitter. Just like, so is there like a villain in this motion picture? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> like if Bruce Campbell is in this movie, I'll be so happy. Bruce Campbell will definitely be. I hope movie. he's Ash. <laughs> They just go into like a pocket universe where the evil dead, like, <laughs> is just there. It's it's like doc, like Doctor Stephen Strange just walks through a portal. He's just like that man has a chainsaw on his hand, and then walks back through the portal. You know who I really feel sorry for here? Who? Scott Derrickson. You want to know why? Because everybody likes his replacement more. Because everyone's excited. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's like, what? Amazing. Well, because Scott. Because well, I think it's because Sam Raimi is like. The guy you just fantasy pick for a replacement for Doctor Strange, and you never thought in a million years it would be Sam Raimi. Like, like Sam Raimi directing the Doctor Strange sequel after the director leaves is like Spider-Man being in the MCU. Like that thought in 2014, like before the Sony deal happened. Like you just thought, no, it's, it's that's not possible. What? Like just the the fact that. The man is so like creative in like in the way he like tries to scare people. It's just it's amazing, and the fact that it's gonna be in a movie where it's called Multiverse of Madness. So literally any batshit thing you can think of is gonna happen. Probably will happen. Like, like well, like that like tripping balls scene from the first Doctor Strange. That's nothing now. Like. Like all those hands like coming over him, that's that's like baby stuff. It's gonna be like a bunch of chainsaw hands coming over him now. Like I kinda wish that like this movie was coming out sooner now. Like mm-hmm. AKA I hope it gets bumped to like a Halloween release. Like just the fact that he said yes. Like I thought Spider-Man 3 would have, like, pissed him off enough to stay away from comic book movies forever. Like, But you see, here's the thing. I understand why he said yes to this. You want to know why? Why? It's Kevin Feige. That's who true. was working with him for Spider-Man 1 uh, and 2. That's, that's true. And 3. People who he actually, somebody who he probably already really trusted and liked. Right. That's, that's Kevin true. Feige. That's true. So it's like one of those deals where it's like Kevin Feige, one cool thing about him is I noticed that directors love working with him for the most part. And it's one of those right. things where unless you're like, you're right, yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's my caveat. Or Patty Jenkins, but dude, apparently Edgar Wright's um, doing this new movie that seems pretty interesting. But we can talk about we'll talk about that later. Later, but I have something kind of, kind of, kind of related. Okay, um, somebody was saying that um, Brown Table Entertainment or Entertainment. Uh, he's a YouTuber, all that stuff. Good guy, nice guy. Seems like a nice guy at least. Great fellow. Um, he said, I bet the Venom 2 trailer is taking a little longer because Eminem's new song called Carnage is still being mixed. Oh my god. And then god. he proceeded to tweet, Eminem lyrics be like, Carnage going ha-ha like Maka in a seesaw during Free Fall. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> my god. That is so... It's like, Carnage going ma-ha in seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like at the same, like I'm simultaneously annoyed, angry, and really like <laughs> just enthused. Like, damn it, dude. So I thought it would be an interesting thing. I was gonna talk to you about this. I thought it would be interesting. Who do you do you think over under? Uh, what do you think is the percentage that we're gonna get another Eminem song called Carnage for Venom Two? pretty goddamn high dude like venom is a very popular song so i would not doubt venom, it like uh venom. i'd say at least 70 percent. yeah like, i i would even push it going to 80 like i honestly think it's a, they would be very dumb not to like unless andy circus really doesn't like uh rap and hip-hop but dude i still can't get over the fact that andy circus is directing this movie uh, okay. God, like it's just we didn't even talk about that a couple like a couple months ago. Like this movie's production is a really quick turnaround. Like, it's really weird. Hopefully, it's good. Should have been Travis Knight. Like it should. It really should have been Travis Knight. But you know who I want to do 
Travis Knight should do like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, but he Travis sh- Knight. Travis Knight is someone you get a spinoff. Did I tell you that I watched Bumblebee? By the way, because I know I hadn't seen Bumblebee no, for a hot minute. I loved it. It was Bumblebee such amazing. a charming and lovely movie. Like Bumblebee I thought it was is like great. the least offensive, most enjoyable Transformers movie there is. And Don't plus, at me. And plus, like he directed Kubo and mm-hmm. the Two Strings as well. Also, mm-hmm. a very very great movie. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where it's just like like his dad owns Nike. You don't even have to pay him that much. <laughs> Like, that's hilarious <laughs> of course his dad owns nike yeah his dad's film night <laughs> oh god like uh i guess that pays for film school yeah right? dude exactly that definitely does but hey at least he's talented yeah at least it's not one of those things where at least it's not one of those things where it's like you know he's not talented right it's not like he's like rob durst or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah limb biscuit i love limb biscuit don't they have to go ruin another who song or something oh god but Behind blue eyes. <laughs> Anything else that you want to talk about for Sam Raimi, my dude? I hope Venom makes a cameo. I hope he does too, because <laughs> that will definitely I mean, never happen. That will, that will never happen. He hates Venom. Sam Raimi has beef, and honestly, rightfully so, because they they pretty much ruined a movie. Like just they, because he didn't want it, he didn't want the movie. So like, I don't understand why they couldn't have just like. Like, why couldn't it have just been Sandman and Rad and, Goblin? Rad yeah, and Goblin. like New Goblin is what they were calling him. That's so sad. Yeah, and then they were going to do Mysterio and then the Vulture for the next Yeah, movie, number four. Which would have been really cool. And it was going to be revealed. Imagine if there was two sequels. Bruce, just imagine. They were going to be like Bruce Campbell was going right. to be Mysterio. And he's been looking on the entire time. That would have been so That would have actually been awesome. so cool. And the fact that Bruce Campbell would be, and they're going to lean into the whole the theatrical part right. of it, where he's like, ah, yes. And like Bruce Campbell would have done an amazing job. Imagine if there was like six Sam Raimi Spider-Man <laughs> I love, Dude, I love me some Raimi. Love like, me some Raimi. Even Spider-Man 3, as much as it sucks, I don't really think it's his fault. So Spider-Man like, 3 is at least like cohesive to the so other funny. two. It's still a very funny movie, too. Right. Like, I, you think um, Sam Raimi hates Venom so much that he even hates Todd McFarlane, too? <laughs> Dude. Hate you, Todd. Dude. Todd McFarlane and uh, Rob Liefeld mm-hmm. are actually... I have a beef with them. And the only thing is, is for making 90s um, comic book art so damn ugly. Like, oh my gosh, their pecs do not need to be that big. You know that really weird picture of Captain America drawn yeah, with yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. freaking pectorals? Yeah. That is a Rob Liefeld drawing, I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, bruh, why? Why are they that big? Dude. It's a criminal thing. Like, it is awful. Like, what is their deal? <laughs> Spawn could, like, bench press a car with just his pecs. Like, <laughs> like, like. Todd McFarlane's kind of weird. Have you ever heard him? Like, did you ever watch the uh, Spawn animation? Dude, he has to be weird. Like, like just like by his stuff. He's like, just like, "Hi, I'm Todd McFarlane. You're about to watch a cartoon. Have fun." No, like actually, the, the Spawn animated series that HBO made, like the early, like late nineties, mm-hmm. really pretty good. Like, they didn't finish it. Is the annoying thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like Sam. Raimi, I fucking hate Todd McFarlane so much. <laughs> Stupid ass Spider Man ripoff ruined my movie. <laughs> But dude, okay. And with that, <laughs> not about hypothetical rivalries. We're going into some good news. Good news. As according to um, John Krasinski, he's been doing something really cool and really nice lately. Because you know he probably isn't doing a ton of work right now. Probably because not. a lot of a lot of people aren't right now. Considering his um, movie was supposed to come out like a month ago. Dude, I'm so excited for a Quiet Place too. So excited. It's gonna Has be that fun. been moved? Like- uh, it's been moved to November. Oh, shit. Yeah. Or, or no, it's actually August, I think. Not thinking oh, about it. It's either November or August. Because if, like, if this thing, like, finally, if, like, the fever breaks by August, mm-hmm. like, August, September, October, like, the like the last five months of the year, it's going to be so jammed. It's going to be so stacked. But the funny I thing have, is, like, a is last I'm literally going to w- study for you assholes. I'm literally <laughs> going to watch every movie. Though, I know. Thing. Like, I was like, I'm going to watch so many movies this year. Now I have to watch all those movies. And like the last, like, it's going to be every other day with me. No, for sure. Like, I'm going to buy AMCA list. So the company, so like, I hopefully they're still around. But like, yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I uh, I need to see all these. Like, I'm going to be seeing Dune. I'm going to be seeing James Bond. I'm going to be seeing Black Widow. I'm probably going to see Godzilla versus Kong. I'm probably going to go see Soul. Like, 
Jesus Christ. It's coming out in September. September 4th. Oh, okay. That's Labor Day, right? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, that's Labor be. Day weekend? But, who knows? But, yeah. It's who just, cares? Who, forget about it. We're talking about Krasinski. The, forget about it. We're talking about the, the, the Krasinski. But basically, he started this new show called Some Good News. And uh-huh. basically, it's just a really kind show. Like, as you know, we're dealing with a president who sucks and um, <laughs> wants to take money away from the World Health Organization. It's the one political thing I can say during this podcast. I've been, it's it's I've been, true, I've, and he said it. I've been allowed some stuff. And, you know, and with governors that are awful who are encourage people, encouraging people to open up malls, but at the same time telling people to stay home. Very mixed messaging. Very dumb. You Pete Ricketts. It's Roscoe's um, fault. It's all Roscoe. I love how I'm just going. I'm just going off on politicians here for some weird reason. But when you're getting really stressed out about people sucking and not really doing that great of a job, all the cool governors should form a yeah, team. Exactly, they should. They should just. I think form, they already have. They should form their own like Avengers team, and like Cuomo's just at the top of it. Being Cuomo like, has a Captain America shield. Like <laughs> he reenacts the Battle of New York, but it's just him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just got that visual. In my head. It's literally just. <laughs> but uh, regardless of that, um, John Krasinski is doing this thing called Some Good News. And um, everyone. And like the Some Good News is basically him just, you know, putting some good news out there. Things that won't make you want to pull your that, hair yeah, out. Things that just cry. make you happy. And it's just a good deal. And so it's a good dealio. Yeah. And so during that, he more or less had a moment where like a superhero was mentioned or something like that. And then he goes, <laughs> well, that's the closest thing I'm going to be to a superhero. And then he like winked and nodded at the camera and then oh, kind of just went God. on. And plus he's been meeting with Marvel apparently. right? And a lot of people have been saying they want him as Mr. Fantastic. And they've been wanting uh, Emily Blunt as um sue storm yeah and so like, like the, the on-screen chemistry will be like real life no for sure it'll be be a tad bit too real mm-hmm. like honestly i don't know i'll be like i'll be like can i am i allowed to watch this are they this actually is... having a domestic dispute i'm like this is very intimate i don't know <laughs> this is very very weird they went me. from fighting to going to pound town in like two seconds <laughs> oh god Gonna make some Franklin Richards real quick. What is what is Pound Town? Is that where like you're just like carbo loading and then you just like your stomach becomes Pound Town? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like so, I'd say Pound Town is like the hypothetical I place d- where I, you get laid. I, I didn't. Uh, I know. Chance, See, you invited chance, this. I know, chance I know what Pound Town means. I was just being funny. No, see, there's asking questions. No, no, no. Like every. Every, sometimes you need to make things sometimes you need to imply things every just say them every address in comedy. downtown it's comedy is it's six, comedy it's comedy every address comedy. every address is six nine six nine it's like that six 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 park avenue yeah it's just that six jared, nine, six that, nine. That, that jared kushner bought <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it tanked <laughs> like it makes the postal system very confusing Dude, have you ever just wish, like if there's anybody who like looks like a stick, it's Jared Kushner. He's an unfortunate looking man, and a part of that is because like I watch John Oliver too much, and he just makes fun of Jared Kushner. Right. So it's just the thing where I'm like, Jared, where is Jared? Because <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, how is this guy who's not qualified to do anything that he's doing is doing as much as that he's doing? Like what? And it's the fact that Trump literally trusts him more than he trusts his own son, right? Which makes a little bit more sense. Like it's a little more shady, but whatever. Anyways, Mr. Fantastic, America for all my New Zealand viewers that I love. Thank you for still or listeners. Thank you. I love you guys. Do we still get analytics from New Zealand? Yes, we do. We still consistently get (laughs) analytics from New Zealand, but. How's your guys' like, uh, I saw a thing on Twitter where like, apparently like if you file as like self-employed or unemployed and like you get like the money deposited into your account like hours later. Dude, that's crazy because for us it took weeks. Like I just got my, I just got my payment today. Not me. I'm a dependent who's a college student. So guess who doesn't get anything? Ooh, that's you. It's some me. It's okay. But my mommy lives me live in my childhood bedroom. So it's okay. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> but, but anyway. <laughs> 
But regardless of all that, I'm much more masculine. I promise, New Zealanders. <laughs> but regardless of that, um, what was I even getting at? Oh, uh, we were talking about Krasinski winking at the camera. Oh no, for sure. And I was like, so basically, people are thinking that they're going to be Fantastic Four. They're talking about that, or one maybe half, maybe please. John maybe John Krasinski's going to direct it. I say get both of them, but if they're going to get one of them, it should be John Krasinski. I yeah. like Emily Blunt quite a bit, but it doesn't necessarily like she's a busy lady. She's probably do, has a lot of movies lined up. I wonder which like character they're just going to make black, but like not make the character who's black sister also black. Vant <laughs> <laughs> Force Stick is a freaking nightmare my dude i watched the mystery movies such, about it's it. such a bad movie <laughs> like i'm fine with the human torch being black but his sister should probably also be black yeah and they're like oh she's adopted because black people can adopt white people yeah we are woke racist we are get yeah racist son of a bitch it's like hey get bent racist that's literally what they'd be no <laughs> like, racist yeah. get <laughs> no that's like honestly it's like dude like <laughs> Why? Just have her be black. That's just... You don't have to write anything. Just cast a black actress. But no. Like, um... I guess... Like, you can't have... Like, all these actors need to be babies. And we just couldn't find a black woman who was young enough. Whatever, Josh Trank. Like, that movie's like... That movie needs a documentary. Dude, it's crazy. Because the thing is, apparently that movie isn't even the same movie that apparently he directed right and like because they like went right in there they had freaking what's his face who directed um scott simon kinberg they had oh, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. they had him doing reshoots with it right and they had him doing rewrites and reshoots at the same time and then they're like oh wow you did such a great job we're gonna have you direct dark phoenix what? see how that worked out but you um, know if fox was any type of smart which they definitely were not they're not they would have combined the Fantastic Four and Daredevil and X-Men, but they didn't. They were dumb. Like, all you had to do, like, you had a X-Men series that people pretty much liked. You had a Fantastic Four that was, eh, okay. And then <laughs> you just blow it. You blew it up. You bastards blew it up. Ugh, but hey, at least it'll all be in the same universe now. Not for sure, but it's like one of the sad things about that is that now all of Marvel's properties are pretty much going to be through one vision. Which is right. sad. There's going to be no Logans coming out. There's going to be no Deadpools. Well, the thing well, is, we'll see how Disney deals with the property. Like, we'll see. But it's still one of those things where it's just kind of a bummer to me. Because it really could have just been a lot. I that's, really, my, that's just my big thing about I it. I really wanted that X-Force movie. Me too. Like... I think Deadpool 3, like, honest to God, you can just, like, grab Deadpool with Doctor Strange uh, whenever you need him. But, like, I think Deadpool should just stay in his little corner. Like, I think you should, like, get the, like, really weird T-Rex arms version of Colossus and (laughs) Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Yukio and uh, Zazie Beats Domino. Like, that works. Like, that works really well. Like, I know some people were like, Deadpool 2 is just, like, more of the same and less clever. But I like Dead... I borderline like Deadpool 2 more than Deadpool 1. Just because Deadpool 2 has a budget to, like, expend at the end of the film. Um, and then, like, just have, like a, like, a different Colossus in the MCU. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, I honestly was thinking about, like, maybe for... Was that the door or your cat meowing? No, that's my cat. Oh. When you were, by the way, when you were like cradling him like a baby earlier, mm-hmm. adorable. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, no, but maybe for next another podcast, we could like cast some X Men. Like, oh no, yeah, no, that would actually. Be I was a ton actually of fun. like, we I was actually probably, we can we can develop that because I was thinking about like not necessarily the X Men, but like X Men villains. Like, I was thinking about who could be like multiple men and who could be Juggernaut and who could be like. What about Caitlyn Jenner? Oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're the fucking worst. You know what? <laughs> See, now I, I had a pretty good casting in mind. Now it's just going to be ruined forever by that joke. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Well, 
That's just great. <laughs> just great. Way to go. <laughs> um oh goodness i'm sorry so, i'm sorry yeah. that i derailed your actually very good idea good idea we'll we can expand on that next week we can, oh, yeah. we can cast the x-men because well, like people were talking about casting fantastic four like what if we like came up with like x-men rosters that we'd like to see mm-hmm. first go let's go for um let's actually do some stuff let's we could come with a or or well mm-hmm. let's just do x-men like in villains we'd like to see maybe mm-hmm. like because Fantastic Four, because there's only like a like you ran, obviously you run through the four, and then you run through Doctor Doom, you run through Su- Silver Surfer, and you run through, I guess Galactus somewhat. Like, it makes me I don't know because like there's so many weird characters like like Toad, like you saw Toad in the original X Men. Um, obviously, you can do Storm, and obviously like Storm's like connection to Black Panther. Um, who else was it? Like, like I said, multiple man, like Magneto's like brotherhood. Like you could definitely expand on that and not even try to do the dark Phoenix saga for like another decade, at least like, uh, like there's so many things that Fox just kind of botched like age of apocalypse. And they kind of did days of future past. Well, but like the thing about days of future past is I really would have loved to seen Bishop be the one to go back in time. No, yeah, because um, Bishop's to... cool, and you just Bishop is really cool. But the thing is, I think the big thing about the Fox X Men movie is that they made baby. Wolverine. Wolverine all the time, baby. Wolverine was the only character that they felt like would resonate with people, just because he's the only one that initially really resonated. I'm gonna with find people. the five four. So it's kind of frustrating that they kept on doing stuff with it. I'm gonna find like the five four fortiest man I can possibly think of to cast as Wolverine. Oh gosh, but yeah. Um, but with that being said, it's been a great, it's been a great podcast. Wolverine is a short king. We're going to, we're going (laughs) to wind things down there. Thank you all for listening. Y'all need to stay safe. Have a great old time. Uh, wear a face mask. Stay away from, uh, don't go to supermarkets unless you have to. Exactly. Like be nice to the employees. And Mm -hmm. if you don't, I will cut you. And yeah. And if you're. Be nice to Chick-fil-A employees. Specifically the one to my right. (laughs) Oh, goodness. And with that being said, Box Office Bros, out. Thank you for listening to Box Office Bros. Oh, gee, thanks, Dad. You can listen to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Have a great day. And see you next time. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And now for my next impression... Jesse Owens. Peace out. Later, Tater. End of story. Bye-bye. See you later.